Welcome back, everybody, to the Collier and Clara CNC Sports Show. I am your host, Stacey Collier II. And I'm the co-host, Natasha Claire. And we on episode number nine. We almost in the double digits. How you feeling? Listen, it's moving. It's moving. I was just thinking about that today. Like, it's week nine. We've been doing it for like two months now. <laughs> right, right. Just time just moving by fast. And before we get started with our main topics, um, we got to bring out a couple. Uh, your Packers took a... Um, Took an yes. L. We did take an L. We yeah. took a very bad L against the Los Angeles Chargers, which I did not expect. I didn't expect us to take the team lightly, but I also didn't expect us to put up a stinker like that. Okay. Um, you know, we lost early in the year to the Eagles. I'll take that loss over this loss any day. But it's okay. We live another day. And luckily, everyone in my division lost too. So we're still on top of the division. Oh, well. I guess everything works out, huh? It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Humble pie is what everybody <laughs> says. Humble pie. Um, um, I, my team didn't play. The Rams didn't play this past week. We was on bye week, but I still took an L on my fantasy team. John Collins got suspended 25 games for Ooh. PEDs. Are you kidding me? We just switched from, from football to basketball real quick. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because that's, he's supposed to be my boy. He's supposed to have my back. I'm undefeated in fantasy right now, two and zero, and you get suspended twenty five games. That's steep. That's a third of the season. It's like you know, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Dude, I don't play fantasy basketball. Oh, I, I love you. You should try it out sometime. It's real cool. You get I'm to right. you get to play GM and all that stuff. All right, uh, today's episode, our big topic is we're going back to college. We're going back to college. But before we even do that, we got to talk about some of the things that went on this past week. First, um, last week, we said that we felt like Freddie Kitchen should stay on a little bit more with the Browns. Maybe they could get, they could turn around their schedule, get a little easier. However, they lost to, of all teams, the Denver Broncos the Denver Broncos and now they are two and six and it looks like they are well out of playoff contention it looks like it's not going to happen for them this season what what a disappointment what a disappointment so a couple things came to mind to me about this one is it time to fire Freddie Kitchens now they they two and six it, it seemed like it's a wrap you think they should just just let them go um, they are two and six, but firing Freddie Kitchens for what? I mean, who they gonna put in another interim coach and go on a the coaching search again? Regardless, I know last week I mentioned that you know I was on the, I was on the fence about it whether they should actually fire him or not. But I think that's what they did last year. They fired a coach midseason, and I mean, I guess they fared out pretty okay at the end of the season. I think they should just let Freddie Kitchens finish the season because. He's a first year coach. It's the it's their his first year coach. Um, it's their I'm not gonna say their first year new head coach, but I mean how many head coaches have the Browns had so far? Right. Too many. Um, just finish it out. Most likely obviously the season is a is a wash anyway. Finish it out, get let him get the one year under his belt, let him get the one year with at least one consistent. It may not be a great consistent co- good coach, but let them get the one year out. Um just looking at it, I mean they did they did, that was a really bad loss to the Broncos. The Broncos are trash and they didn't even have Joe Flacco who's on IR he's he's done for season anyway like they didn't even have Joe Flacco uh, uh, Joe Flacco but you know what the Browns 
are two and six right now. I think over the next eight games, the second half of the season, they could finish out eight and ten. They play home against the Bills, the Steelers, Dolphins, and they play at the Steelers against the Bengals. Um, at Arizona versus the Ravens and at the Bengals. So they should beat the Dolphins. They should beat the the Bengals, Arizona, and then they should beat the Bengals again. So they should go 4-4 four and four, end up 8-10. and 10. It's better than being winless, right? Uh, <laughs> this, 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 <laughs> that's still so bad. Like, we expected, bad. we expected them to beat the Broncos because, like you said, Joe Flacco didn't play. They had a quarterback named um, um, Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. And he's like their, what, fifth quarterback in who knows how long. And you right. take another loss. Like, it's, I, I don't see Freddie Kitchens surviving beyond this season. Like, I think he's going to get let go after this season. Somebody's going to have oh, to fall. I think, Stacey. You know he's going to get let, let go after this season. Yeah. Yo, the, out of the, all those teams, they're probably going to lose to the Bills. They're probably going to lose one, or if not both, of the Steelers game, and they're obviously going to lose to the Ravens. They better hope they don't lose to the Arizona Cardinals. That's all I'm saying. But got to shout out um, OBJ. It's his 27th birthday. Um, about that. Is he happy, Odell? Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Odell, he, he going through it this year, been a, a bad transition to the Browns. <laughs> Yeah, he was on the sideline of that for for a while towards the end of the game. It it just it, it it's a sore sight to see, to say the least. Um, that's a fact. He had his hands on his hips on the sideline like a mad black woman, like <laughs> looking at Baker, right. like right. I oh, can't like, believe this. You, you don't see me? Just think about his stats. Like he's it was, was it through eight games now? Through eight games, Odell Beckham Jr. has five hundred and seventy five yards. Mm. That's it. One touchdown. One? One touchdown. 67 targets compared to, as the second lowest compared to 41 targets in 2017. And that's the year he got hurt. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know about you, Stacey, but I've been off the, I'm off the bandwagon. Like, I had so much high hopes for the, for the Browns. I am off the bandwagon. Browns don't call me, I'll call you. <laughs> yeah, me too. I had high hopes for them too. Um, I expected them to compete for the the North AFC North title, but um, I also was thinking like this is Baker Mayfield's sophomore year, and usually in your sophomore years as a quarterback in NFL doesn't go well unless you're Patrick Mahomes. But that's besides the point. But or anyway, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, or Lamar Jackson. But they beside the point. But but anyway, like those are the anomalies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, it was gonna be his. It was gonna be some struggles for him this year. People figuring him out. They got film on. They know how to play him, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I look at him as the the cause of the Browns' downfall. Like I think Freddie Kitchens not doing a good job managing this team, and I think Baker Mayfield his mentality taking taking a step back in on the podium. He don't know what to say after the games, and he's 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 not playing well at all. So. And then that's going to affect Odell and his numbers. And it's just some, something's got to change with Baker Mayfield. And as far as Odell go, I don't want to say I would request for a trade, but I might be thinking about it. I might be thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, if I was OBJ, I was gonna, I'm going to holler at my, my agent. I'm like, listen, 
listen, see what's out there. Just see what's up. You know, drop in the hush hush. Just see what's good. See what my see what my options are. You know, it's the first year you want to give him a chance, and like you said, it's Baker Mayfield's uh, second year in the league. You know, and then obviously Freddie Kitchens ain't doing a good job with play calling. He ain't doing a good job with anything over there. He not even he not even passing the, the press conference test either. So um, the Browns are a lost cause. I mean, they're the Cleveland Browns. I really feel bad for OBJ. You know, just getting traded from a New York City market to to there, just off that alone. Like I don't know, the Browns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Right, it's a wrap. Right. Yeah, sorry, Cleveland, but uh, let's let's move on. Yeah. Wow, it, it, the next news here. It's nothing good coming out last week. Like my goodness, like. <laughs> so we got the Browns going down, and now Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors, broke his hand, his left hand, in the game versus the Phoenix Suns. First of all, the Warriors that game were getting blasted, blasted that whole game. Like, wow, against the Suns, who are actually good this year. They're playing good so far. What happened, Steph Curry? Um, Aaron Baines of the Phoenix Suns fell right on his left hand and instantly broken left hand. And if you if you know who Aaron Baines is or if you don't know who he is, that is a big man, seven feet, pretty sure like 280 pounds. All of their weight just fell on Steph Curry's hand. Mm. So yeah, I actually didn't even watch that game, but I did get the notifications and like breaking news. Steph Curry breaks his hand. I'm like, nah, like nah, this ain't real. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And I looked at it again. I'm like, damn, he broke his hand though. Broke like, his hand. Honestly, for the Warriors, yo, when it rains, it pours. Okay, there's nobody who's recognizable on the Warriors starting five or on their entire bench. If you ask me, even even Draymond Green taking PTO days because of some ligament in his thumb or something. You oh. know what I mean? Um, as far as Steph Curry itself. Himself, it says that he'll be out for three months. I personally think that Steph Curry should, you know, repair his hand, get his hand repaired, do his rehab and everything, come back when he's ready to come back. I don't think he should step out from the entire season. Um, it's his left hand. Granted, it guides his shooting hand um, to shoot the ball. So it does have a little issue, to, a little concerning considering the mechanics of shooting the ball. Um, but I definitely think he should come back one, one, you know, in due time. No, no need to rush. <laughs> There's nothing to play for here. Oh but no! <laughs> definitely, 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 definitely should take his time. Um, the Warriors got to ride this, ride this one out too. I mean, um, what you gonna do? You know, uh, their next games are at at Rockets versus the Timberwolves, Thunder, Jazz, and they even face my Lakers. So, like, I mean. Those kind of sound like those sound like L's, like five L's right there. <laughs> that's oh, man, that's, that's, that's that crazy. sounds terrible, but that that's crazy. what it is. That is what it is. Yeah, the Steph Curry should definitely take his time and not rush back. Uh, it looks like the Warriors they they're not gonna go no this nowhere this year. Um, both of us picked the Warriors to go to the playoffs this year before the season started. Oh, and, do we? Damn. Yeah, and, and in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Yeah, we did. And I mean, we was confident in Steph and them, but in my opinion, that's not going to happen at all. Not the Warriors are not going to the playoffs. They're not even going to be close. It's going to be a tough year for them. They are currently, they're sitting at two and five. Um, obviously, they're about to hit the, this next five games. Like I just mentioned, they're going to lose. I think they're like 13th in the Western Conference right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's going down over there. Yeah, so we, we definitely going to 
see what these young, at least the young guys, they get to uh, step up and showcase their talent. Like Eric Pascal is uh, playing, he's playing well right now. He's doing good. So, I mean, they have that to look forward to. At least the Warriors for the time being, they can see what they need for the future. I mean, they is going to get Steph back. They're going to get Clay back. They get to uh, evaluate D'Angelo Russell fully to see if he can fit on his team. Can he uplift the team? Because he definitely is going to have to be the scorer from now on. So, I mean, the Warriors going to have to do a lot of scouting, a lot of reporting so they can uh, retool for the future when they two superstars come back. Yeah, they got a lot of work to do. They're going to be on them hitting them white boards pretty hard every night, every day. Yeah. No, I wish luck to – I wish Steve Kerr a lot of luck and a lot of patience this year because this ain't going to be like the last five years that he's had. So, yeah, good, luck def- to, good luck to Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors. They definitely got to pull themselves out the mud this time. Um, Here, here comes some uh, potentially bad news for us. Well, for you more. It's uh, that- right. <laughs> Let me have it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a video that surfaced of Anthony Davis back in his hometown in Chicago. He's talking to the kids, and he kind of put it out there like the kids asked him was he's going to uh, return to Chicago, was he's going to play for the Bulls or whatever. And he said, well, I am a free agent next year. And instantly people was like, wait, is he going to leave the Lakers after one year? Is Could he really do that? I mean – I mean, we hyped him up and everything. The late it's supposed he's supposed to be the future of the Lakers. Right now, he's he's the man, the number one option. And after one year, he, he might leave. Should Let that, me know when you're ready to tag me in. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Look like you ready to go. So go ahead, tag. All right. So uh, the the thing what happened was he made a surprise appearance at his at a local restaurant for his uh, alma mater. Right. It's called Perspective Charter School in Chicago. Actually. The Lakers are losing right now to Chicago um, mm. by like 15 or 16. And Anthony Davis has yet to show up in the game. But that's due time. So, yes. So, they asked him, you know, about what's next. And he says he is a free agent next year. And he's like open to the possibility of playing home. Everybody's open to the possibility of playing home. Shout out to LeBron James for even opening up that possibility. He's the one who brought that to light, right? Um, after he was, I mean, yes, he was drafted there. But, you know, going back, uh, championship, all that. Um, first of all, <laughs> Anthony Davis has to finish out this year, okay? We have a lot more games to go before <laughs> we thinking about next year, before we think about free agency, without thinking about any of that. Let me tell you this. If they win a championship next year, he can go wherever he want to go next year. I don't care. But everything is really premature. Please don't forget the fact that he did want to clarify his statement. His focus is on this year and bringing a championship with LeBron James and company to the Los Angeles Lakers. We ain't playing about Chicago yet. Let's let's just pump our brakes, slow down, okay? He needs to slow down too. AD, and, and, and even so, if he becomes a free agent next year, he ain't going nowhere yet. He's only been in the league for seven years. He's not ready to go anywhere yet. He needs to pipe down and figure out the Lakers system, figure out why we're losing to the Bulls right now by 50. Okay, <laughs> let's take one day at a time, all right? And 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 that's how I feel about that. Um you know, obviously you're gonna be open to possible. You're not gonna shut those things down, but he can't say that right now. Like he bringing all this false hope to Chicago right now, and we don't even need that. They don't even need that right now. They got a good thing going on right now. So, <laughs> so that's that. That's my take on Anthony Davis. Shut down these rumors about him trying to go to Chicago. Like shut it all down. Let him clarify. Like do whatever you gotta do. All this PR cleanup. Ad's with the Lakers. 
and that's that on that. <laughs> False hope, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I mean, you, what? You what? I mean, hey, what else? Actually, hold on. And on top of that, you're talking about something. Oh, more, more or less for you. More or less for you. Hold the, hold the hell on, okay? <laughs> okay. First of all, you on this, you on my wagon, okay? All right. You on my Lakers wagon. So it's for us. Let's get that straight, Stacey. No, because um, I mean, like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get used to the Laker way again, because you know I feel. This is like, year two. But, you ain't used to it yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> year one was. Oh man. I, I lost. I lost all hope when LeBron got hurt, and then. Then Kuzma got hurt, Brandon Ingram got hurt, so I was like, "Yeah, it's." Yeah, it's, but that was last year. First of all, Ingram isn't <laughs> a part of our team no more, bro. No, you I was just mean? bringing up last year's feelings. You bring up old stuff. That's why I, I see what you're doing. We don't need to worry about that. What we need to worry about is what's going on right here and right now. All right, everybody who's here on the Lakers is here in the Lakers, okay? Yeah. Including your boy LBJ. Let's just rock out and focus on the prize. I'll be here. Worry about other stuff. <laughs> well, well, I was trying to say. Well, Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> what I was trying to say was, um, of course, he's going to say that in front of his uh, hometown. What else did y'all expect him to say? What else did y'all expect? Right. Nah, uh, I ain't coming back here. Right, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to have Chicago tatted right here on his arm. Like, nah, I ain't going back. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, are you coming to play for us next year? No. <laughs> he ain't right. going to say that. I mean, come on. It's right. his hometown. Um I I did agree with that, what you said. Um. If he wins a championship with the Lakers this year, then go ahead and do what you want. You you did what you were supposed to do. You did what you was projected to do. Uh, go ahead, go back to Chicago if you want to. But you know, you are free to go. Yeah, but but, and I was gonna ask you this, and I'm gonna state my uh, feelings on it. If he leaves the Lakers after one year, even even if they win the championship, I'll be disappointed. Like, come on now, like you forced your way out of New Orleans. You said that you wanted to play for the Lakers for a long time. And after just one year where you was the man, you averaged 25 and 10, you got to the finals, you won. You jumped over the Clippers, who everybody said that they can beat the Lakers, knock them off. And then you leave? Like, I, I wouldn't understand that fully unless he wanted to uh, play for the Bulls. Yeah, that is disappointing because you think about what was given up on the Lakers half. You know, uh, granted, you know, we give all the young core and whatnot, you know, picks. We give up a lot for him. So for him to just come for one year and then tell mom out, huh? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be mad what? if I was the Lakers organization. We like, we, yeah, we gave, I ain't gonna we, hold you. Like, we gave up our future for you and now you just, now you just gone. But right. his 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 uh his rebuttal is, but we won the championship. Y'all got what y'all needed to get. Like we got everybody yeah. won here. <laughs> everybody won here, right? But yeah, no. But you're right. If it it wasn't for a short, yes, it's for the for the goal, the number one goal. Excuse me, the number one goal to get the 2020 NBA championship, right? However, but it's not only to just to get that one championship. It's to continue to continue pressing along the Laker way, the champion way. So so for in, in order for him, for him to just give up on the first. Oh, not give up. I'm sorry. Leave after the first year. You know, it's just like, well, hey, what's up, man? Like, what's going on? So I would I would definitely be disappointed too. I came in front. I'd be disappointed too. I'd be relieved that we got a championship, but I'd be like, well, damn, like, yeah. Know, and then can and then uh can the Bulls even afford Anthony Davis anyway? 
I mean, they got a bunch of young players on their team. I don't know who else may be still on, the, on their books. Well, you know he's going to add for the bag, though. He's going to add for the bag. Oh, yeah. Nothing he less. We'll, yeah. let's see about that. First, yeah. do your thing with the Lakers, man. Don't don't worry about Chicago. Don't right. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. just don't worry about Chicago. Yeah. So uh all right. So let's get to let's get to uh college topics. We're going oh, back to college. Yeah. Hold going on. Back to college. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh, on the back. On the back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, West Virginia is not in any college playoff rankings. We're not in any uh, college basketball rankings. We ain't in none of that. Hey, <laughs> not look. this year. Hey, look, West Virginia, you know, they're still like a oh, – they're, they're still okay, but it ain't like Missouri State. Now, first of all, our football team, not even D1. It's not even D1. So – and then our basketball team, our, our, our ladies went to the Sweet 16. Like, shout out to them. But as far as the fellas go, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah. About that. Yeah. But, I mean, they still, I spent five years there. I can rock this and rep the um, Missouri State. And funny thing, uh, this, this hoodie, uh, I was 245 pounds when I had this hoodie. So, if you, yeah, so look out. <laughs> oh my God, really? Yeah, I was. I was. But <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> back then, they gonna alarm me. I didn't even know you back then. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, West Virginia basketball. I hope we at least say above 500. You know, I'm always gonna love my Mountaineers. However, I don't see it right now for them. Um, basketball or football, but you know, you gotta keep the hope live. You know what I'm saying? Always gonna rep that blue and gold, always gonna have West Virginia on my back. All right, right, right. So let's start off with um college basketball. College basketball kicked off today. Matter of fact, they got a couple big games already right off the bat. Um uh I believe Duke and Kansas are playing right now. Like that's crazy. Like the first game of the college season, already the top five teams right. going head to head. That's that's nuts. But um, the preseason rankings are out, and we not, you know, they do top 25. We're not going to give you all 25 teams. We're just going to do the top 10. Uh, one, Michigan State, followed by Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, Louisville, Florida, Maryland, Gonzaga, North Carolina, and Villanova. Those are our top 10 teams to start off the season. Um, let's talk about what teams to watch for. Um I'm definitely going to keep an eye on, on Michigan State. Last year, they were close. They were in the Final Four, um, and they got eliminated. This year, Cassius Winston is looked to be the uh, top player in college this year, or at least one of the top players. So can he elevate his game? He had a he had a bad game in the um, – was they in the Final – Lee A Final Four? What a, he had a bad game. He was a uh, 4-16, I remember, because I watched that game. And he didn't have a good showing, but you know he's looked to he's looked upon as the leader. And also, uh, if they want to go to the Final Four this year, Josh Langford has to be healthy. Last year he got injured, devastating injury, missed a lot of time. They missed his presence. They really need him. So I'll be looking out for Michigan State, um, Kentucky. They return a lot of people. Expectations are high again on Kentucky. 
Mm-hmm. Can they do it? Uh, but they did lose P.J. Washington and Tyler Harrell in the NBA draft, two first-rounders. And they are now led by Ashton Hagens, who last year only averaged 7.7 points per game. So he has to elevate his play to the 18-20 range, and he has to take it from there if Kentucky want to compete for a national title. Kentucky is always a dangerous team. Always they always dangerous, but you know, for Kentucky it depends on it depends on like who's they top player. If they top player, they got like a nice score, then Kentucky gonna be fine. If they don't, they just got somebody who's okay, then you know they they can get at least to the sweet sixteen. So I'll be looking out for them. Then another team that's outside the top ten that I'm looking out for is Memphis. Uh Memphis is creeping on everybody's radar because this is the second year of uh Head coach Penny Hardaway. And everybody remember Penny Hardaway is like one of the great point guards in the 90s. Unfortunately, he dealt with his injuries. But um, Memphis, they interesting. They have the number one recruiting class in the country, of which is highlighted by Jane, James Wiseman. So everybody's going to be looking at him. And he might be a one-and-done player. So okay. all eyes will be on him. Those are my few teams that I'm looking out for. You got any? Yeah, um, first of all, just to give you an update, uh, Duke did beat Kansas with a score of 68 mm. to 66. So Duke is now 1 0, and Kansas Jayhawks are 0 1. Um, the top players, uh, there's four players in double digits Matthew Hurt, Cat- Cassius Stanley, Trey Jones, and Vernon Carey Jr. 11, 13, 15, 11. Um, definitely keeping an eye on Michigan State. Always a top team. They're always going pretty far. Um, that's just their pedigree, really. Um, in addition, I do want to keep an eye on Kentucky, like you mentioned. Um, I'm actually keeping an eye on all the top teams, all the notable teams, because it should be a fight for the top again. You know, last year, Virginia won, you know, runner mm-hmm. up with Texas Tech. Um, so let's not even forget about Texas Tech, okay? Let's talk about the Big 12 and how they actually rank, they're ranked third in the Big 12 rankings, but then they're ranked 13th in the AP poll. So I'm just looking forward to a great season, a healthy season, just to see all these young men play. Um, but we'll see how it goes. I'll let you know who I, who I, who I like as we get into the season. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I looked up an um, interesting fact. Uh, you was talking about, like, all these teams are competing and, you know, it's parody in college basketball. Did you know that the number one team in a preseason ranking the last 10 years have not won the national championship? That makes sense. That's, that's <laughs> I crazy. That for, I didn't know that for actual fact, but I'm not surprised. If you think about it, that's been the case, you know. That is crazy. And um, another thing that I'm looking out for for college basketball this year, uh, before we get to the players, um, they moved back the three-point lines this year. Yes, they moved they it back. So it's now like it kind of mimics the NBA range. So I'm definitely going to be watching that because, you know, uh, long-range long range game is, is prevalent now in basketball. So, like, can these players from last year who are returning, who hit threes at a nice clip, can they do the same thing with the line being – being pushed back. I think that's interesting. Yes, it is. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we actually, in my current job at the New York Athletic Club, we actually had to change our uh, gym dimension, our dimensions, and extend it. Good point. I totally forgot about that. You know, that three ball is definitely, definitely mm-hmm. key. You know, you live by the three, you die by the three, all that. So, yeah, three point line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely going to be interesting. Now, as far as my players to watch, 
you just brought up uh, Duke and Kansas. Duke winning. Um, I'm definitely going to look out for Trey Jones. Trey oh. Jones is he's the now he's now the leader of that team. Uh, he kind of got he kind of got pushed down in the rankings far as Duke the Duke roster because he was playing with Zion. He's playing with R.J. Barrett. He's playing with Cam Reddish. Now he's the man, and he's gonna have his opportunity to up his draft stock. So I'm looking out for Trey Jones. Um, another person I'm looking out for is Cole Anthony out of North Carolina, freshman. He's supposed to be the next freshman phenom, along with uh, along with Wiseman. So can and then North Carolina, they also rank ninth. So it's gonna be a lot of pressure on Cole. And you know, I I seen some highlights of Cole Anthony. He he looks remarkable on the court. Oh yeah. And, yeah, he, he looks good. And, uh, another play I'm looking out for from Kansas, uh, Udoka Asabuki. I'm looking oh, out yes. for him. Fantastic big man. Um, He was hurt last year. That kind of knocked things off for Kansas. Um, but this year, he looks to be fully healthy. Kansas, they ranked number three for now, but I'm pretty sure they're going to drop because they just, they just lost. But yeah. you no, know, in order for them to compete for a national title, he has to be on and um and Dotson, also their their guard. He has to be on another player. My uh, last player I'm looking out for is uh Marcus Howard out of Marquette. Supposed to be, you know, continue his fantastic scoring pace. And you know, teams like Marquette, you know, those little mid market teams yeah, or whatever, yeah. they they can sneak up on people. Last yeah. year we saw that with um uh, we saw that with Murray State last year with Javon Rant. So this could be the same thing for Marquette. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, just to give you an update, Yadoka, is that how you pronounce his name? Yadoka yeah. had eight eight points and ten rebounds in this loss to Duke. And Devon Dodson has 17 points and two rebounds um, in this loss to Duke. But um, I, as far as play, I don't have any plays that I'm watching right now. Um, I'm watching everybody. I need to see how everybody's going to flourish. I'm not trying to just focus on, on one player. I want to see who's going to stand out, make me talk about them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's where I'm at as far as college basketball is concerned. You know, uh, 9.30 p.m., Michigan State and uh, Kentucky will be taking the floor. And I think they're playing in New York City, too. I should have went. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. oh yeah. You got you to take advantage of those things. got to take advantage. I can't afford them tickets, Stacey. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of college. Yeah, speaking of college, uh, the college football playoff rankings. So it says breaking Ohio State is number one in the initial college football playoff rankings, followed by LSU, Alabama, and Penn State. Penn State? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That is what's going on right now. So, so let's talk about it. Um, obviously, only let me give you my 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 take on this. So, just from basing off of this, um, so Ohio State they have ranked number one. I guess just by the by the by their uh, margin of winning. Um, I don't think they've run into very heavy competition, but they've been blowing out everyone they've been playing. Right. Um, they play Maryland next, which is an obviously another W. They play Rutgers, which is definitely another W. But their final two games is versus um, Penn State and mm. versus Michigan. So I feel like um, Ohio State has been ha had a, had a pretty smooth sailing so far. 
Um, and they will over the next two games. But the last two games is where it's going to get real tricky. And that's very interesting because that's the last part of the se- that's the very last two games of the season, uh, the regular season. So that does, that definitely has a lot of prediction on, as to what's going what, what's going where. Um, LSU, um, they're ranked number two in the co- in initial college football playoff rankings, and their their highest ranked opponent was Florida, which was ranked number ten, and they actually smacked them. Um, Oh, they actually also played number number twelve Auburn, but and they made that close. That was twenty to twenty three. Um, but you know the biggest test of the season for LSU is. Mm-hmm. Tell me, Stacey. Already know it's gonna be Alabama, and guess what? Guess what? They played this weekend. This weekend, and this they don't they don't weekend. even have like a special slot time either. They play at three thirty p.m. like broad daylight, like right in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> You know, I'm yeah, thinking they're going to have like a, crazy. a night game or something. But um, that's where the biggest the biggest test for LSU is going to come about. Um, uh, between playing playing against uh, uh Alabama and they're playing at Alabama. Just looking up some stats on uh, Mr. Burrow, he has thrown 30 touchdowns this year with four interceptions. He's going to play mm. about 71 percent of his passes on the road, as opposed to 80 percent um while playing at home. It ain't going to be easy playing at Alabama. You know, and, and two was gonna be playing this week. Um, he's been resting up for this week's okay, game. So, okay. so I think this is gonna be a very, very big game to watch. Obviously, I think everybody's gonna be watching this game to see where see where both teams fare. Um, number three is Alabama, like we just touched on. Alabama, they've been waxing all their point all their opponents by twenty one points or more. Um, actually, on on their schedule after LSU this weekend, they. They also play Auburn, and those are the only two rural teams that they have on their schedule. So that's probably played a played a factor into into this. And this game is going to be for all the marbles. And lastly, Penn State. Can we talk about Penn State because Penn State is coming up the rankings. Oh yeah. Um, but the, oh yeah. The thing about Penn State, although they are undefeated, Stacey, Penn State um, has had pretty close calling with all their all the teams that they played. Okay, so they've had a couple of games this year where they've been challenged and they've only won by seven points or more or seven points or less, rather. Mm. Granted, they're all still W's, but that's pretty close to 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 losing. Okay, Um, their next games, um, they can they the next two games, they they can they can potentially slip up against Minnesota and they play on the road at Minnesota. And then also they play against Ohio State. So those both of those teams are teams that they need to look out for. Not they don't need to underestimate. Um, they need to be keep their head on the swivel. So that's my take on it on what's going on as far as the, rest of the schedule. My initial reaction to the college football playoffs that were just released about ten minutes ago. Talk to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that LSU Alabama game is going to be it's going to be a slugfest. I'm looking forward to that game. Um. Ohio State, now, I do understand their defense has been dominant this year, very dominant. Matter of fact, they only allow 7.9 points per game. Wow. 7.9 points per game. Not even, not double digits. That is crazy. That is crazy. Um, They live by J.K. Dobbins. He's a top, top 10 running back, top five running back in college football. But I, in my opinion, I didn't have them as my personal number one. I okay. thought they'll be um I thought they'll be like maybe like two or three. 
maybe like two or three. I actually had LSU as my number one team just because we already touched on Joe Burrow. He's been playing fantastic. He looked like he can take home the Heisman. 78% completion overall. 78. That's pretty damn That's good. crazy. That's crazy. He's number two in passing yards, number two in touchdowns. That is crazy. And also, um, they're 3-0 and against ranked opponents this year. And their schedule has been tougher than Ohio State schedule, in my opinion. So I thought they should have been in, been number one. Um, Penn State, I yeah. didn't have them in my I didn't have them in my top four. I didn't mm-hmm. have uh, I had um, Clemson actually. Okay. I actually had Clemson. I mean, you know, even though Trevor Lawrence, he's not like top five in the country. He's still playing good. Uh, they they're running back star running back. He's uh in the top ten in running backs. I and you know, their defense still good. Um, I was more impressed with their schedule than uh, Penn State. Like you said, Penn State had a lot of close games. Now, that mm-hmm. will, that will fair, that could fare well for them going on because they know how to play a close game. They know how to, they know how to close it out. They can manage the clock and all that. Yeah, right. They right. can manage and all that. But for my, for the initial college football rankings, I didn't have them in my top four. I had them. Uh, no, they five or six. I've been good with five or six. I'll say five, and I have I will put Georgia at six. You know, mm-hmm. Georgia's still impressive. You know, they have that one loss against South Carolina, but you know, you know, it's 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 the first, it's the initial poll, and yeah, it's definitely gonna get shook up real soon because that LSU Bama game, like one of those teams, whoever loses, they can drop out. Or, or. There will be there's probably gonna be one team with one loss. Yeah. Final, depending on how it goes. But you know what though? Um, yeah, to piggyback on Clemson, Clemson's looking at Clemson's schedule right now. And Clemson has, you know, basically blown out everybody by at least 14 points except University of North Carolina, where they escaped mm. by one point. I'm just putting it out there. Um, just looking at their schedule. So so they were on the road against UNC when they when they won by one. All right. Um, their next games are against Clemson. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, against North Carolina State, home against Wake Forest, and then on the road at South Carolina. To be a thousand percent honest with you, they don't really have any room to, to screw up. They don't have no room to screw mm, up. They can't no be going on a, they can't go on a road trying to um, make a miracle happen. They don't want to get caught up because NC State's definitely coming for them. Wake Forest, hmm, it's still, still anything can happen. And then South Carolina already has a chip on their shoulder with beating with beat Georgia. So uh, South Carolina can also be on, on the cups too. So Clemson still has a work cut out for them. It's not a, it's not a straight shot for them. Yes, they're nine and zero through nine games or so, nine ten games right now. But um, those road games, they have their last three games, two of them on the road. So Let's just be wary of that. The world games are not easy, okay? Uh, regardless of easy. regardless of who the opponent is. Listen, I you know, I know I got my Lakers losing by ten right now and the Packers <laughs> lost. And so I know how oh, it is man. on the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um LSU Bama, um, you know, the this is the fight between two powerful teams. Um uh this the Heisman winner could come out this game. Like you oh, have yeah. Joe Burrow and then you have Tua. And whoever wins this duel, they'll definitely be the front runner for the Heisman. Um, you gonna try and pronounce his last name or nah? no? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Yeah, I got you next week, bro. If you, all right, cool, cool, cool. I got I got you next week too. I, I'll definitely get it right. I got Auntie Takumbo right. I can get yours right. Hey, I don't get that right. Hey, you see it? <laughs> I get that right. Hey. I'm like trying as we're talking right now, I'm kinda like trying to like pronounce it like how I hear the radio and everyone saying it, but it's not translated yeah, to the it's, tongue it's right cool. now. So so Tua, we're gonna find yeah. out what's what because we're gonna first of all we're gonna find out if Tua's ankles all set, we're all good. Okay, because we know he did have that minor surgery um on 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 his ankle, um, normal ligaments or whatever happened there. Um, but you're right, the Heisman trophy case, you know, top case can definitely come out of here. You know, I definitely want I want who do you want to win this game? I'm sorry. Let me ask you that. Who do, do you want to, want to win this game? Who do I want to win this game? Um Yes. They're they're playing at Alabama, right? Um, they're playing at Alabama. Yes, they're playing at Alabama. Mm -hmm. Alabama, they just amazing. Offense is amazing. Their wide receiver core, they got all first round draft picks as their wide receivers. Man, I, I looked up their stats. Uh, Jerry Judy, Henry Russ III, Devontae Smith, all of them over five hundred yards receiving and collectively twenty three touchdowns. That's incredible. That's mm. incredible. But, but I want LSU to win this game. I yeah. want LSU to win this game. I and agree. I, and I'm matter of fact, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm picking them to win the game. Guess what? I'm a back you on that. Okay. I'm also picking them hey. as well. See that's see that's why you my favorite. You got my <laughs> <laughs> I am also picking LSU to win this game. Um, like we've already stressed through this whole segment of college football, playing on a road is not easy. But I believe, and I'm hoping that Joe Bur Burrows and in his in his squad can 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 muster enough strength and enough courage, play with their mind intact. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Focus on this game, I, and I'm praying that they can actually win this game. Like, I just want to, it's not like I want to see the demise. I want to see, you know, any of those young men fail, but, you know, it's really about, it's really about the two teams. Like, we always hear about Alabama. Always, always, always hear about Alabama. But you know yeah. what? I'm trying to see LSU rise up. Because I had them last year, and they didn't, they didn't really do well for me, so I'm trying to see them this year. So remember that stat that you mentioned about college football, I mean, college basketball, how in the ranking, like, the top, the number one team is never usually the one that always wins? Mm -hmm. Um, does that translate to college football? Mm, maybe, maybe not. You know, last few years has been between Bama and, and Clemson, so right. they will probably be ranked one and two respectively throughout, you know, depending on which year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, college football, I think, like, if you're number one, you're more likely to win a championship than versus college basketball. So, yeah, because. Back and, and I think that something just goes off the game of football versus the game of basketball because you know the game of basketball can be all about runs. You can be down twenty five, but that's what that's only about ten buckets. You know what I'm saying? But then with with uh, college football, you down twenty one in this late third, it's looking a little looking a little quiet for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Looking a little quiet. So. All right. Oh, um, real right quick, right quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick your brain right here. Okay, so we got Ohio State. LSU, Alabama, and Penn State. Mm -hmm. Which one of these teams is more likely not to finish in the top four? Um, between Penn State, LSU, mm -hmm. Alabama, and Ohio State. Um, I think the most likely that's not going to 
finished out is Penn State. Penn State is the weakest link. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I was about to say Penn State too. Yeah, Penn State is a weakest link because all of their all of their games, like I mentioned, like we already touched on, you know, they're playing their game on the road or they're, they're having close games. Granted, they have one. Um, I don't think Penn State is that strong to really weather the storm than the last couple of games. You know, between Ohio State and Penn State, somebody has to lose, okay? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then they play Minnesota. Minnesota's not, not, not somebody to, 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 you know, to be reckoned with as well. Granted, they're not ranked, but, you know, any, any road team, you know, Penn State, long story short, Penn State's games are very close to, you know, within seven. That's too close for comfort, you know what I mean? And yeah. plus, they haven't had any loss this year. Um, so, you know, they, they they don't have no humble pie, all right? They don't know what that's like, okay? Um, and and so, so yeah, that's that's what I, and, and then you just compare the rest of the schedules, like, between between the rest of all the other teams that, they, that were mentioned and Penn State, something they have the most, the most uh, trouble. So that's, that's my take on that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Penn State, y'all better watch out. Um, <laughs> but that was... That was the end of episode number nine. Next week, we're going to be on 10. We're going to be in the double digits. That's wild. The double digits. We got to do something special. Too. I don't know what we're going to do special, but you let me know. <laughs> we got to do, <laughs> do something special for 10. Hey, we gotta, maybe we maybe, this, maybe you should just like all sell it, like all folks around 10, 10, 10. I don't know. We'll figure out. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, we're definitely, we definitely going to form that. We're going to get real, 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 real creative. But until we get to you, yeah. <laughs> but until we get to team, till we get to team, my name is Stacy Carter II, and I am Natasha Claire, and we will see y'all next week.